Welcome back to another episode of the ABC Music Talk podcast. In this show, I'll be adding to the lifestyle category, looking at what it's like to be a new artist coming into the music industry. I had this interview in my head as I started to put this podcast together, as I've worked with my guest for a few years, from my time at Warner Music, where she released a charity single under her former professional name of Emily Middlemas. So when I started working with Empire, I really wanted to continue that relationship. As we began, I watched this incredible talent mature and develop into the alter ego of Illy. Welcome to the show, Illy. <laughs> hey, how's it going? So before we get started, um, what have we been doing today? Because we've had a fun day together, right? Yes, so we have literally just finished up performing the first ever show as Ellie and it was in a super intimate secret location with just a couple of people there, 30 or so, um, which was quite nerve-wracking. The first time ever performing the five-track EP that I just released is such a crazy thing and it was so cool to see people singing along and they knew all the words, which is just bizarre and, you know, it's been one of the it's been such a big game of mine to, you know, have people singing the words along to me, so it was cool. Yeah, no, I think it was a lot of fun. Such a good day. Yeah, I, th- I think people really enjoyed themselves. Um, so, so this EP is called Changes, and so this is this is going to be sort of slightly thematic based on your first body of work. Um, so, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned, yeah, this is about, you know, uh, a new artist coming into the music mm-hmm. industry. Um, so I know you're not exactly a new artist today, <laughs> but you once were, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so in fact, you were very young when you first started. How old were you when you when you started singing and kind of getting into the sort of the the TV shows and all that kind of stuff? I was nine years old when I first started performing professionally. I guess you could say, um, but I've been singing since I came out of the womb, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's quite an image. Quite an image there. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for that graphic detail. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, and, and so I, th- I think my first question is, it's got to be, like when you're nine years old, ten years old, I mean, you know, how confusing was it to st- suddenly start mixing with these kind of, these professionals from this funny thing yeah. called the music industry? You know, it was such an amazing, but also really quite a scary experience being nine years old. I remember when I turned 11, I think it was, um, a guy approached me and he was an older man and my mum and dad weren't around and I was just I was a little bit scared wow. he was like I'm a manager and I've worked with this person that person that person no naming names but they were big names and you know it's, it's scary because it's like I, I don't know what to do here like yeah. the, as he's telling the truth and like obviously I went back to my mum and dad and they have my open meetings and it kind of was a little bit shaky but yeah it was a daunting experience especially just being surrounded by older older people and there was a lot of um older (laughs) rock rock guys because I was in a rock band originally Ah. when I was nine so we were all nine and ten so we toured the UK and we got a name for ourselves and yeah it was it was so much fun but also really scary being so young jumping into such a mature you know a mature yeah, well, well, you're, you're, well, you're, you're yeah. with adults, aren't you? You're in, you're yeah, in, you're in so grown-up territory. I had to mature up extremely fast yeah. when I was younger, like really, really fast. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, did you feel like you've missed out at all? I mean, if you've grown up that quickly? You know, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, oh, like, 
ha like have I ever missed out on like going to the parties at school and like doing all these different kind of things but I, I just say no like I don't I don't see that as something I want to do for the rest of my life whereas music was just my first love like I was so dedicated to music. I had so many other things on when I was younger. I was busy seven days a week and it was my choice. My mum and dad never forced me to do anything. That's so great. I was ice skating three times a oh, week. Yeah? I was dancing twice a week and then I had singing and piano lessons the other the other oh, days. Goodness. So yeah, I was a busy little girl, but it was all my drive and determination. So yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, as you know, I, I have a, a daughter who's 10, so yeah. she's a similar kind of age and she's, uh, she's busy doing lots of uh, dancing lessons at the moment. Got so. to be done. Got to be done. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so the, 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 uh, the EP that we just put out is, uh, is changes and it's kind of about this, this change, this, this kind of, you know, this maturing, I suppose, um, of you as a, as a recording artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so presumably, I mean, so I have to tell a quick story, and I actually have a, a picture which I, I'll try and figure out how to communicate. I might put it on my when I when I post about this podcast, I might put this picture out there, and it's a picture of uh, of Illy in uh, in the Empire office in the UK, and she's standing in front of the the large TV screens on the wall, and she's got a PowerPoint presentation or a keynote, <laughs> other presentation things are available, and she's telling us about how she wants to change the way she looks and sound and the imagery and all the, all, all the rest of it. So that that's clearly somebody who's got an awareness of the music industry, right? And as much about herself as the music industry. So was there a point where you thought, you know what, I've got to kind of learn a little bit about this adult world I've kind of been <laughs> thrust into. So that, you know, the next time some crazy old man comes up to me and goes, hello, little girl, would you like me to... <laughs> You know, you'll kind of know, right, manager does this, right, I understand, right, so was was there a point or did it kind of just happen over time? You know, it actually wasn't until recently that I, I, and I kind of got to know the labels of things, like what a publisher is, like what a manager is, what a label is, I never knew, like, okay. until I was about 17, which is quite late on, like nobody ever came up to me and was like, this is this is that and this is this and you know I just kind of had to learn for myself which is quite a weird thing to do especially being so young like you need to know who's who and who's coming up to you and what what who they are like who a promoter is and I know it's simple things now speaking about it but you really do have to search into that and learn and, about and it. was this from sort of like because obviously by that point you were very much sort of in and you know had you know the celebrity aspect of your life mm-hmm. I and mean, was it was it just kind of okay the, the people keep keep saying this word publisher right yeah. let, let me go and find out what the hell that is because <laughs> I, I nod and say yes or no <laughs> yeah it was it was really weird because i've been writing ever since i was god since i was 11 and people were coming up to me like, do you have a publisher? Do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have a PR? Do you have like all of these different things? And I was just like, whoa, what is this? Like, this is crazy. I do not know what any of these things are. And no, I don't have any of them. I'm just by myself. But yeah, I went home and I really researched things and I kind of went on a few blogs and things to to learn all about it really yeah so I mean you've sort of answered this already but so when you were meeting people did you like if they were coming up and introducing themselves mm. what, did they make it clear like, not only who they were but what they actually did like as like the reason for them yeah. to talk to you right presumably in a uh, professional sense right yeah sometimes people would come up and they would just be like 
hey, um, say it was, I don't know, Annie. Hey, I'm Annie, like, and we would really like to get in contact with you. Here's here's a card, and it was just kind of like a boom, boom, like, what do you do? Like, I, I never really had a lot of communication with people, so it would be nice for people to kind of be like, I'm a publish, publisher, or I'm a manager, and this is what I do. Um, for like more up and coming artists that they're looking to work with to yeah. you know just say this is what we do and this is who we're with because sometimes it's really vague. Yeah, because I mean I, I still have it as you know as I go through the industry people do just sort of come up to you yeah. and say you know I'm so and so and then they'll mention like a company name and then yeah, and, and then and like you just be like uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember saying to somebody, I'm like, sorry, I don't know who that, what that company is. And they, they kind of gave me such a funny look and said, oh, you know, it's, it's like this really important thing. And I was like, I don't think it's that important. Because I'm fairly sure I would have heard about it. You know, I'm fairly well read in, in sort of, you know, the, the, the trade magazines and all the rest of it. So it's like, if I hadn't heard of it, then, you know, kind of get off your high horse, right? But yeah, no, it's, uh, well, there you go. So top tip for, for, for my listeners there. Um, make sure people, when you're talking to them, know exactly who you are, yeah, exactly. what it is that you do. Uh, good. Um, so, um, so obviously you, you've kind of you've gone through the expected thing. Uh, were there any relationships, like professional relationships, that you know kind of lasted, you know, f- after that, or or did that all kind of just disappear when you went independent? Yeah. Um, I think anyone out there who's getting a project together that's something as big as a TV show, or, uh, I don't know, something that's huge like that. I really, really, really do believe, and I really try to push for this, um, is to have mental health support after the show, because honestly, when I came off the show, and personally, other people that I spoke to about this came off the show, it was like, boom, cut off, that's it, like, nothing at all, no support, no guidance to go to, to some places, nothing at all. And I was actually speaking to a lawyer about it and um, she was also trying to get behind the fact that they should pay for mental health support yeah. because it's such an important thing. Like a few other um, guys and girls that I spoke to that were on the show or shows like that, they got back to me and they said, yeah, like I felt the same. And there was just like a, it's like a down, a really downfall because it goes from all this hype paparazzi, like... Sure crazy amount of followers every single day like just this crazy crazy ongoing thing and it's like boom 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 your your mind isn't really catching up and it isn't until you get kind of dropped from the show or you leave the show that it's like your mind catches up and it's like what's happening now like where, where is it going now so yeah I do I do believe that they should have some sort of support system in there yeah, because a lot about those shows is about this sort of mentorship, and then they kind yeah. of bring in you know vocal coaches, and there's that certainly from a like a consumer's point of view when you watch those shows, mm-hmm. it is this kind of there's lots of people that will all help develop yeah. these artists, and so 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 I guess that was actually how it was, right? How you were feeling, yeah. like oh look, I've got all this support, I've got all these people. Yeah, th- there was a lot of people around at the time, and there was also someone that like was there for anyone that was maybe a little like anxious or. You know, like that kind of had that yeah. build up of ah and them, but I do believe that they should have had someone there after. Just even if it's just a message you could send yeah. them every so often that that they they paid for. Yeah. I mean, they they did that with the lawyer, and I still keep in contact with the lawyer, who's absolutely amazing from the show. So, um, 
like if they could do that then surely they could yeah, right. bring someone in just to yeah. help boost you know it's like a, it would be cool if there was like a music you know there's like music lawyers like music people for yeah yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's category. There's actually potentially a business opportunity there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, if anyone's listening to this, um, it was my idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I mean, I, I guess because uh, because so after the actual like kind of televised part of it, you do a yeah. tour as well, don't you? Mm-hmm. So they, did it feel like you were just kind of travelling along the same sort of speed from I TV to the to the tour? Yeah. So it was kind of the same speed from the TV, then the tour, and then after the tour, it was just like, it was, I guess it was like a space of nothingness, and that sounds so sad, but it really was for everyone, I guess it was just like a boom for everyone who, I don't know, didn't get signed, everyone who's independent, because I didn't have a manager, I didn't have nobody behind me, I just had me, my mum and dad supporting me, like, you go girl, and I'm just like, (laughs) so I guess when you say like, where did you get this, like, kind of boss type thing from I was just found it myself because I had to because you had to I I just had to but I'm thankful that happened though because I guess if things were always done for me I wouldn't be as driven and as you know like telling people what to do and what I want and like I really believe in what I want now so yeah it was it was an experience (laughs) yeah okay so yeah sort of silver lining in all of that then Yeah. yeah no very good excellent um so I guess you, you've kind of you've been answering each question before I've asked it, which is which, which, which is which is excellent. I mean that's <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of I guess good from my sort of planning point of view. But yeah, I mean I suppose you, you sort of mentioned you know some of your uh, your experiences and how you were treated and how you how you'd like those to change. Is there anything more kind of around that that you'd that you could you know sort of like offer to people that because again this podcast is about new people coming into the industry yeah. and I think part of what I wanted to do with it was you know, try and help people uh, think about approaching it differently to perhaps you yeah. know, how it has gone before. I think if I, if I had any advice for the other side, not, not the artist side, it would probably be if you're working with an artist and you believe in them and you, you truly want them to be successful and work with them, you need to sit back and let them, let them find themselves because when I was on the show, I... I didn't really know who I was, I had an idea, but it was kind of a little bit shaky, like I would sing some songs, then a different genre, and then I'd be like all over the place, like the first few editions I had my guitar, and then all of the rest, it was like really slow ballads, like really quite sad and soul destroying, like for people watching, and that is not me now, like that is a completely different side that is just, is just different, like that's not me at all. Um, but yeah, I think managers, labels, anyone who's wanting to work with an artist, just make sure that you sit back and let them find themselves. You can guide them and you can help them and say, oh, that song's really good. Like, let's try to do more of that song or, you know, like that style that you're dressing in is really cool or you suit this or you suit that, but just let them find themselves and they'll get there eventually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I, mean, I guess that's perhaps maybe a slightly specific thing that you found being on yeah. a show that was kind of a lot about that guidance piece of it but because yeah. I guess being a TV show they're, they're concerned about you know ratings and the rest of it but it's interesting to hear you talk about like sad songs because of course the show is, is quite an upbeat 
type of thing. And yeah. you, you'd have thought they'd have tried to continue, you know, to get you to be more, you know, vi- Yeah, I was vibrant. really fighting for trying to get an upbeat song. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think they just, they, they thought that that was me and that was who I was when now it's like, I've kind of proved that it's not. Yeah. But I guess it was all a learning curve and I've kind of done that genre and I'm like, yeah, that's not who I want to be. But it was a shame it was on live TV, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure nobody was watching. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that everything has led to, you know, this moment because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for everything I've done in the past from the rock bands to... I had this phase of wearing, like, a, a hat, like a top hat and, like, a glittery <laughs> scarf and a waistcoat it was horrible and I had like knee high converse like it was the worst ever phase of my life first fashion wise and that's what I wore in the little rock band and then I kind of developed from there I started going more singer songwriter playing the piano like I was trying to I've been trying to find myself ever since I was nine and it's not a hard thing to do at all in this industry but yeah you just need to keep writing and get your artists to just write you need to get them in the studio and just keep writing. Yeah, I mean, so uh, so you, I guess the rock band came from the fact that you were listening to a lot of rock music. Was that, I mean, but you're already, you're already nine years old. I mean, how, how much of that? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I grew up with a lot of rock music, but it wasn't like heavy rock. It was like quite soft rock, like... Um, like status quo. We, were, we would sing all the time, sure. which is bizarre. Like, I'm... I sang it, but I don't listen to them, and like oh, Guns N' Roses, like there was quite a lot of, and we sang about a little bit of um, Blondie, and I actually listened to kind of a lot of what my dad listened to as well, I loved his taste of music when I was younger, ELO, um, Jeff Lynn was like such a big part of my childhood, like oh I love him so much, and um, Queen, I actually oh, just cool. recently recently like last week um learned how to play Bohemian Rhapsody on piano oh wonderful I do not know why I didn't do it faster like you can literally feel the way he played it while you're playing it it's like the crossovers and everything oh I love it so much but yeah hopefully I'll be posting the cover of that soon oh very cool that would be crazy very very good and what's your uh, what's your handles for your different social accounts at this is Ellie all over um, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook is Ellie. I'll make sure I put those in the in the show notes as well. Um, so so we talked talked about kind of now you're 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 on your own. You're an independent artist. Um, so I mean, did you meet like people that taught you lessons from back in the day that you still use to this day, or are you sort of just kind of making it up as you go along, or you know, like is or is it was anything that kind of really stuck? Because I, I, I like this idea of sort of mentorship. And so, I think sometimes people do it accidentally, right? They just kind of, they, they like to impart wisdom and experiences on, on others yeah. that, they, that they think is appropriate, that, that think might help them. So was there anything like that that kind of has carried you through? Like any sort of like gems that really stuck in your head? Um, I mean, I know not to be like negative Nelly, but I think it was more the, the hard parts and the, the kind of more... The lessons that I learned were actually from the experiences that weren't too good, like, you know, being in an environment that's not really been 
very nice and it's really been more money orientated rather than let me guide you, let me help you. It's all like I was in a situation when I was only 12 that it was just like money, money, money and my mum and dad thought it was like this big break and this big thing and it was just like a, a, a money thing and like I wasn't sure if they actually believed in me or if they just wanted that and sometimes it's hard to kind of like tell the difference but you'll know once you actually have that team um but yeah there, there was there was good guidance as well um and it was actually from um teachers and oh, right. um yeah like piano teachers or like the singing lessons I went to the singing lessons I went to um it was with a woman called Angela McCallum and she just brought out my confidence so much and she did teach me a lot um, about the industry um, and the manager of the little rock band that I was in um, called Tommy, he, he taught me a lot as well so I've had really, such a good childhood but I guess I didn't really meet a lot of industry people because they're all based in London yeah, sure. being in Scotland is so difficult um, but yeah, I don't know, I think... <laughs> A lot of the things I've learned I've kind of picked up by myself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 Which can, is quite, I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so, uh, so what's next? So we've, yes, yeah, so we've just, we've just, I know that seems, <laughs> it probably feels a bit weird being asked that question, that you're sort of yeah. still kind of in the, in the changes EP no, mode, but like. It's, it's actually really weird because I've been thinking for about 2020, even before the first single that I released as Ellie. Is, was out there because all of the songs were finished for the EP so I was like right what's next right away like the EP hasn't even been released and everyone told me that like you need to calm down the EP's not been released yet I was like nope I need this sorted because in my head it's like you need to be like that you need the consistency of like releasing and keeping people happy and not keeping people waiting is so important I think like the music has to be right but everything around it you need you need to to sort out so i have quite a lot planned um it will be full of color and (laughs) (laughs) lots of oh i'm just so excited like i'm bringing in so much more confidence so much more sass so like everything is just bigger like bigger production bigger oh bigger everything i'm really excited for 2020 it's going to be a big year oh wonderful well thank you very much for your time and coming on the show uh thanks for having me yeah uh, and uh, so and thank you to my listeners for for listening um as as always i welcome all feedback comments and suggestions for future shows um my twitter is at Alex Branson is my favoured uh, mode of communication and if you want to send me a, a direct message just put podcast DM and I'll follow you back uh, or head to the website which is www.abcmusic.co and then you'll find a contact page on there with my email address on so once again thank you very much Illy thank you <laughs> thank you for listening bye